Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, protect. Welcome back for another ZTC Zen Trap chat. I'm one of your two hosts, Zen P. Yogi LG. Our mission here at the Zen Trap is to inspire and empower people to continuously seek internal peace to maximize their personal potential. We got a great, uh, not guest, but we got a great episode for you today. Yogi LG, why don't you tell them what we're talking about today? Hey, today we are capping off the year. We're going to talk about the travel recap, Zen Trap travels. Um, we're going to talk about how we felt like our year went, just overall, our feelings. We're just going to chop it up with y'all. So, um, P, how do you feel like your year went overall? Overall? Give me a number two. Give me a one to ten. Two. Ten being your best year yet. One being your worst year yet. And then tell me where you at for 2022. I'm just thinking like a engineer. Like, logically, I would have to have more values for it to be my worst year, my best year. If I'm ranking them like that, how long I've been alive. But uh, I'm... I wouldn't say this was like my best year, I guess, but this definitely was a solid year. I give it a solid nine and a half, nine point four. That sounds great. Yeah, it's a good year. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't mean it didn't have like all these. Like it was a lot of stuff that happened, challenges in the year. I just felt like the way I responded to them and the lessons I learned from those challenges, and um, some of the friendships I gained, yeah. just made it. For a year, and especially the travel itself made it for much more of an eventful year. So, definitely solid nine point five for me. Just again from a life lesson standpoint. What about you? Um, I'm probably gonna get a year like an eight point five. Okay. I think I um, I did a lot, but I went through some some hardships this year, some tough times. Things I thought were gonna play out a certain way didn't play out that way. Um, so it's a little letdowns, but. I think I responded well to him, but uh, definitely I'm going to give it an 8.5 and not higher than that just because some things just didn't, you know, pan out how I wanted it to. So, but it overall, excellent year. Um, when did you have a bad year? <laughs> when did I have a bad year? I'd probably say, like, <sighs> my, uh. You don't have to tell me why, or you don't oh, okay. have to go into why. Like, I, you can right. highlight why, but, like, you don't have to. 2009. 2009. Tough year. Tough year. I think my second year in college, it was just, it was a lot going on. Okay. It was a bad year. I kind of lost my way. Yeah, it was a bad year. I okay. I, for me, I just feel like I'm just such an optimistic person. Yeah. Um, 2020. Really? I think a lot of people probably would say 2020. Yeah. 2020. Uh, 2020 was, it was just quiet. Like, it, it wasn't, it, that's to, a to bad me, year it wasn't me. a bad year. It just was like, so different. But I felt like I bonded with a lot of people. Like, I got closer to a lot of people just talking on the phone and like, yeah, honestly, it might have been like not all like half of the half of 2019 going into 2020, and 2020 just added on to it. So I say 2020, it could have been 2019 as well. Um, so, so give me like the highlights of your year. Tell me like 
how you would like if you would explain to someone what what you did in 2022 what would be your highlights travel that's all you did you that's did. not all i did that's the the highlight though, i mean that's sure. the highlight because i'm sure every time somebody will talk to me it's gonna be how's your travels <laughs> all right what about the first part of the year like was there any highlights in that first six months like everything else is pretty much the same my dating life okay was a highlight all right um interesting dating life and travel travel in the first six months in the first six months this podcast starting this podcast right super highlight and then the in starting the podcast all the prep work and growth around doing podcast work and getting prepped for travel like my whole year felt centered around this travel yeah what about you um, Same like first half. What what what's your highlights? First half of the year, I got I got a different job, so I got into a new role. I've been trying to get into like leadership roles, so I was able to do that. That was pretty cool. Um, Experienced some some interesting relationship stuff as well. Dating life was a little unstable, um, but ultimately, like t- podcast, of course, was a big deal, big thing. Uh, transitioning into Moving in with you, like living with somebody, um, living in Dallas. It was just a lot of uh, change and stuff for the first part of 2022. And then getting ready for travel. Man, after travel, I got back early, as we know. And then it was all about, like, recovering my knee and focusing on myself and uh, spending a lot of time with myself. It was just me. Uh, Couldn't really do much. So that was just an interesting Spot being without a job, not working every day, that's interesting. So it was just uh, a lot of different highlights for the year as far as, like, my life just totally transitioned and went 180 degrees in the opposite way. So it's pretty pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty sure. eventful. Pretty eventful. So let's, let's talk about the travel a little bit. Like, how did you feel that travel went for you? Um, like... Do you feel like it was exactly what you expected it to be? It was a lot different. It was way different. Uh, Major thing was you, of course, uh, having to cut it short. I definitely wasn't prepared or expected that I would be by myself. So that's what made it so different. Um, And being by myself, I guess, yeah, I think that's just what, ultimately made it different it's just being by myself in, in a lot of different places because i think not i think i know with another person there you're definitely gonna be a little bit more adventurous i definitely would have still tried more of like i would have done some of the activities that you would have wanted to do which is cooking classes um been more adventurous as far as like nightlife activities as well just because it's safer and um it's easy to rile each other up versus if it's just one person you kind of can easily just be like i don't really feel like doing nothing um but as far as far as everything else, I think the destinations itself might would have been similar. Um, still got to try a lot of the different foods, see a lot of the different things that I want to see. I'm not like, I guess, distraught about it. I, I just know it would have been better. Yeah, absolutely. So would you would you do it again? I would not for this long of a stint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would do a short stint. I definitely think it's so much more value and if you are able to do like a week or two weeks in some place or bounce around in different places that you just get more travel bang for your buck i think two weeks to a month or two months max i wouldn't even say two months a month is probably the max that i would say especially if you're in a consistent work schedule it just gives you just enough time to start feeling immersed and getting uh 
into a rhythm over there, and then right before you're starting to get like uh, homesick and ready to just be back home, I think Next that month spot. sweet spot is yeah. like and three, three weeks is probably more. good for me. I think yeah. three weeks is perfect. You get to do a lot of stuff. It's definitely like three weekends. I like to at least get three weekends in a Three weekends, but like I said, it depends on where you're going and what places you're trying to see. Because it might not be enough time because you got to count the travel time that you're going to have to use as well to get to those different places. So I even say, like, the the month I was traveling with you was still super eye-opening. I still had a lot of fun. It was definitely, I would even say, the first two, three weeks is just getting adjusted to not working every day. Yeah. Like, (laughs) crazy. But I think even in those first two weeks was a great example of what I envision the trip to be is that me and you together are way more social than just one of us. So it's a lot easier to meet more people, talk to more people when it's both of us kind of going in a group setting versus it's just one person. It's not that it's, it's, it's harder, but it's not like impossible. It's just, I'm not that sociable or outgoing by myself to just come up to people and start talking to conversation. I'm, I'm not that good or enjoy small talk enough to do that. All right. So what was your favorite location? My favorite location was Greece, just because all my friends ha- mm. were able to come out. I got you. The amount of people, especially after having like that month to myself, it was nice to have friends there for a week, be able to do what they want to do, start doing stuff with them, talk to them for a while. Um, the food and the location, it was all the locations that none of us had been to before, so it was nice that we all hadn't been there. We all are learning, all exploring. Yeah, um, yeah Greece. Dope. All right, the views, yeah. the food. I would say out of my stint, um, man, that's tough. Uh, I probably had the most fun in Dublin. Like just, I would say that. Yeah, I probably had the most fun in Dublin, just like going out. So we had kind of like a tour guide, somebody to tell us where to go and the spots to see. So I probably had the most fun in Dublin. Um, would you encourage somebody else to do like a travel stand? Like, oh, you should definitely. Yes, for sure. If you can do it, I highly encourage you. I just, again, would say it's got to be something you want to do. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Because sure. if it, when you travel, you have those things that I think me and you have talked about, those mishaps, just even like right now during the holiday season, flights getting canceled, uh, luggage getting lost, luggage getting towed up, uh, getting stranded somewhere like stuff is going to happen while you're traveling so if you don't want to do it you or you get very frustrated by stuff like that and not good at flexibility do not do not do it thinking you're not gonna have to change and check and adjust and stuff like you got to be able to feel like you're okay with changing on the flower you're gonna be even for an emotional roller coaster all right what what would you say was like the most uncomfortable moment while you were overseas italy Italy was almost like coming off of drugs. Like it was like a dopamine high when my friends was there and stuff. And then when everybody was gone and I got to travel by myself to Italy, first getting there was cool. But when I checked into the Airbnb and it was just me, I think I got super frustrated because it was super hot in Italy. My Airbnb was hot. It was like the Wi-Fi was super weak. Uh, Had like, and so just little stuff was starting to get me frustrated. And then I had to get back to accustomed to just being by myself and like winding back down to it's just you. So that first couple of days, my back was starting to like kill me from having to carry bags, like the book bag on my back, plus pulling bags all day long to try and get to different destinations. Like Italy was a definitely a challenge 
point for me where I had to really like read. How, do, how do you feel like you got like past that? Like what did, what what brought you to back to like a IP? Let's get it get it back together. Or mm, did that happen? Yeah, I think having to re remember my why, kind of like when we talked about with Wallace's book and stuff and what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. re-remember that I chose to do this. I could go home at any time. I'm not forced to be here. That helped a lot. So level setting on my why. And then whenever I did feel like something was going wrong, I would ask myself, for example, with my back, and I think I talked about this a little bit too, my back is hurting daily. Okay, your back's hurting. What are you doing to try and make your back not hurt? Are you taking preventative measures? Are you resting? Are you stretching? Are, what are you doing so your back doesn't hurt? If you're not doing nothing, you shouldn't be complaining. So that made me be like, oh, okay, so now in the mornings for about two days straight, I did yoga in the morning. I stretched at night, and I started doing some stuff. My back immediately started to feel 100 times better. Yeah. And once I started to keep doing that, it was like, oh, okay, and that gave me a good lesson of, Paris, if something is wrong, what are you doing to try and make yourself not be in a funk? If you're not even doing nothing about it, how can you really truly complain? If it's something that's in your control, too. That's a bar. Something that's in your control. Cause I how get, do you complain and you ain't trying to, trying to fix it? You are, like, are you complaining about stuff that you have some control over? Or the stuff that you do have control over, what are you doing to like help it? If you're not doing nothing, how can you just sit there and mope and complain about it? That really was perspective shift for me to like take action and control what I can control especially when it deals with physical pain or my mood or something like what are you doing are you going on a walk are you what what are you what doing? doing right so would you say traveling was the best part of the year or it was just was that just a part, a big part of it or was it like the like truly what was the best It was part a of big year? part I would say it's close to the biggest it's close to the biggest for sure. I I think the only thing I can compare to it is again my my dating life. Like that was a huge part for me that transition. Um super grateful for that. I think I learned so many lessons just from in inside of my my dating life and the person I'm dating now. Um but yes, the travel was probably the hugest cuz it's just seeing like travel just open your eyes up to so many different things not only different people's cultures and stuff like that but it it challenges you as well to like adapt and learn quickly it challenges like everything every time you go to a new city it's a new because you remember you remember easily from when we went from just from the UK to like you said Dublin and Portugal just from those three different places of how drastically different the bus system is or whatever whatever it is you got to kind of all right cool I know I need to take the subway but which line what's the currency what so yeah it's definitely an adjustment for sure um so i guess what's something that you like a piece of maybe knowledge or a habit or something that you started in 2022 that you absolutely want to carry over the next year Mm. well i feel like i keep saying routine that's definitely the biggest one because i you know still working on that and ironing that out um I think I just want to stay in the habit of continuing to learn. So I read a lot of books this year. I, I want to continue reading books and it not just be for this podcast, but let that be motivation to read them. But I want to continue to like 
challenge myself to grow and challenge myself to learn different subjects on different topics that I don't know and dive deeper into uh, self-help, self-awareness type of area. What about you? Um, I think that I would probably say like manifestation. Like I probably started truly focusing on my words and what I say and like truly trying to manifest the things that happened in my life. And I saw it it do its thing this year, and I want to do it again next year. Like, believing in what I want, saying it, visualizing it, meditating on it, I got to continue that. It it showed itself, it showed its head this year, and I was just so, so grateful and yet amazed all at the same time. So that's probably the biggest thing that I want to, I kind of picked up on doing in 2022 and want to keep doing in 2023, for sure. Um, what do you say your biggest lesson was from the year? My biggest lesson. Reading was big for me too this year. That was, that was great. I ain't never read so many books in my life. My biggest lesson. I can be a better listener. It's a good lesson. Do you think you were a good listener? Of course. Of course. I'm the best. I think I, ha- I, I think I have issues with memory sometimes about certain things. I think I have Same. very selective memory. But I thought I was a good listener, and I found out how much better I could be at listening to make sure I'm responding correctly and just getting gathering clarity on things, not assuming things more. And I thought I was one that didn't make assumptions like that, but it's still way more I got to learn about listening and making assumptions and getting clarification to make sure I'm answering and responding and speaking more concisely and communicating well. What about you? I would even say, like, what, and I don't know if this is my biggest lesson, but you saying that made me think about just, like, listening to respond versus listening to understand. That's something that I think I definitely, like, saw myself doing a lot this year, and I was like, oh. Wait a minute, Lindsay. Are you listening to understand? Or are you just like looking for a way to respond back with some counter? So that's probably a big lesson. I don't know if that's my biggest lesson, but uh, that's definitely a big lesson. What's your biggest? My biggest lesson for 2022. Shit happens. Like probably like under like just really really like. Learning that, like, things may not pan out how you want them to. And that things happen that are out of your control, and you just got to make the best of that situation. So that was a really big lesson. My knee being down was just, it was so uh, layered with lessons. Can't imagine. It was just like, wow, this is, you know, some stuff I just thought wouldn't happen to me. And so when it happened, I was just like, wow. Yeah, Lindsay, this is life. This is what people be talking about. And I would even say, like, and I've said this before, I don't feel like I've been through a whole lot of hardship. And some people feel like I have. But me personally, I don't feel like I've experienced a lot of bad things to me specifically. And so starting to, like, one thing that happened that I know, like, oh, yeah, that was tough, and you had to deal with that on your own by yourself, it kind of made me realize, like, Life ain't always gonna be easy street for you, so that was that was a good lesson for sure. All right, what 
what are you looking forward to in 2023? Like, whether it's plans, whether it's, I'm, I know I want to do this and I want to get this done. Um, what do you think you're looking forward to the most uh, for next year? I'm looking forward to taking lessons I've learned in 2022 and actually applying them more. I'm looking to try and simultaneously be in aggressive action and aggressive, still learning on the wayside, but aggressively trying out the stuff that I'm learning in books and stuff. Like I want to be in consistent action and and looking to grow. What about you? Uh, practicing what I preach. Like I I've been podcast is a platform to talk about what you think is good and what you think is right and what you think you should do um and putting those things into practice and i've been doing that a little bit but ultimately like i get a i got a whole new uh catalog of information in my brain that i get to try to practice those things um that i've been preaching so looking forward to that and just just looking forward to being more uncomfortable and getting comfortable with that like knowing like things ain't it's not gonna just be how you want it to be and watching myself handle those things like how you gonna handle this situation what you gonna do so i feel that looking forward to that what's um when we be having friend end of the year dinners one question we did a game we did and this was probably could be four years ago now i'll be losing track of time what's one thing you would take from me to give to yourself and what's one thing you would give to me that it ain't necessarily got to be something you have what's one one trait or quality that you would give to me and what's one thing and i think we you did it we did this with uh the grease video to tribe chat oh did we you did it for all three of us oh yeah i probably but did it's cool um i think your your ability to uh, consistently communicate like to to not give up on a communication like you I'll just be like fuck it like dang you what I said it's a wrap but you you make it a point to like make sure someone understands you um that you know they hear you and they understand where you're coming from so I would definitely take that uh from you and if I could give you something um I feel like I'm about to say the same thing I always say, so I don't want to say it, but uh, it would be like similar to empathy, but just to to be able to place yourself in someone else's shoes and see from their perspective, Um, like what they could, you can imagine what they could feel or what they were thinking um, and to just really like feel that and sit in that place. I agree. I think I was going to say that. That's one thing I would take from you is being able to do that. I think where I struggle with it is I can put myself in their shoes. I can imagine the situation, but I would handle it differently still because I know my perspective and my views. Mm-hmm. So it still it, it comes, across, comes across differently. So I definitely would take being able to, I guess, be more relatable and empathetic in situations like that. and Or if not that one, I would take being able to um protect people's energies per se like when like the mood of a room be able to protect the mood of a room i'm the complete opposite in that sense that where i know me and you and our friend group can definitely shift the energy in a room like we can bring it up bring it down type of stuff That's i would like 
to be able to protect it more because in awkward situations, I could just make it more awkward. And I usually <laughs> tend to lean towards that way. I think I do it with pure intentions on the same side of, hey, guys, let's just go ahead and swim on through the rest of this awkwardness so we can get to the other side. Versus everybody just trying to be like, let's swim away from the awkwardness and just leave it over there. I want to just go right on through it. <laughs> let's That's just absolutely true. call Lean the elephant in. an elephant and Lean laugh about it. it and just keep it moving. Whereas everybody is not ready to do that. That's facts. All right, what would you get to me? I would want you to be more unfiltered. Whoa. I wasn't expecting that. I would want you to say and do what you feel that you may feel is not the right thing to do. For whatever reason that you deemed it did not be the right thing to do, I would want you to be more confident in and trust that you are not a malicious and evil person, even if you have malicious and evil thoughts. That if the intention is pure, that there are... I think, again, what I'm trying to say is I want you to be more, more unfiltered and figure out a way to still say what you got to say without it coming across in the way that you think it will. It's not For you, it's not one way that it has to come across. It, it, just because you think of this one malicious way that it could come across, that's not the only way that you could say it. You could still get your unfiltered opinion across without saying it in a way that you feel like would, would hurt somebody and still make the point made. And I would challenge you to try and find that way to send them out. Find that. That good way to that good way to sit in the middle that still gets across what you need to say and not, and not have you being a bit asshole. Yeah, and not being an asshole and not not saying nothing oh, yeah. because you think it's only that way. Correct. Hey, I I would appreciate that. I do appreciate that. All right, man. Uh, the year was a good year. We we had ups and downs. We had woes. Zentrap made it to the end of the year. Uh, we're great to have all our listeners, our followers, our subscribers. We appreciate you all listening. Hope that we can encourage you or have encouraged you throughout this year. Um, P, you got anything to leave with the people, man? Nope, not really. Um, Going to try and do some stuff different in the new year. Got new stuff coming. Going to try and uh, be more present social media-wise, ad-wise. Going to try some different things. Going to try and be more engaging. So we'd love to get engagement back. Um, follow, share, like, subscribe, and all of that, and just make sure you out there protecting your peace, man. Hey, this is Intrap. You can't do nothing else. Protect your peace. Protect your energy. This is Intrap. We out.